This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 685. Time for an alley torgasm? Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Finally, we are sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selections of vinyl figures, from pops to dorbs, rise to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash FunkoATA. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death. The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty! And the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie! She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing better than uh, one of our one of the hosts of this lovely program. Yeah, some somebody's having a bad night. So uh, Allie is is hopefully going to be joining us uh, later in the show uh, once her internet gets their um, stuff together. <laughs> uh, but uh, we will try to entertain you until she arrives uh, with the usual. Uh, exuberance she brings to the show. Uh, how are you doing there, bud? I'm doing all right. You know, it's uh, it's starting to get warmer out. Uh, I think we're we're consistently hitting double digit temper double digit highs uh, for the rest of the week, and it's going to be mostly nice out. So I'm enjoying a lot more time outside when I'm not sat in front of my computer working and playing video games. There's been and, a lot of video games though. What percentage of your time is video games? Uh, of my spare time, I'd say about 50%. Okay. That's what I assumed. Um, and how does that compare to pre-coronavirus? Um, it's pretty much the same. Like, okay. honestly, my life has not been impacted that much. Outside of, like, not going grocery shopping myself. So, you know... And actually having to leave my house to go to work instead of just going to my, going like three feet to my right and <laughs> sitting down to work. <clears throat> so it's fine. It's fine. How about you? How has your week been? Um, My week's been okay. Uh, home. Uh, just home. Lots of home. Lots of seeing the same walls. Uh, seeing the same people or person, because there's only one. Um, 
I'm going to look forward to getting back to normal-ish. Or, or whatever the normal is after all of this. Because I'm not liking the, the current normal that we're in. And I don't want to adjust to it. Uh, because uh, I think I'd hate myself. It's it's not fun. Yeah, I get that. But you gotta you gotta take joy in the little things, right? Like you got to bust up the barbecue this weekend, right? I saw that on Twitter. I did. I had I, I tried to have help from some uh, some friends. They didn't really work very well, but you know, it happens. It's fine. It's probably fine. Like I said, one of them ate an entire steak for himself, and one just made everything smell funny. Terrible friends. Yeah. Terrible friends. Not what you want. You you want to enjoy your barbecue. Yes. Um, but uh, I mean, yeah, it was it was it was nice to get out and, and do barbecuing and do some bit of yard work. Um I I have now started a to do list, uh, which I, I will say I'm surprised took this long to get. Um but long overdue. Um and trying to get out whenever I can. Uh, in Pokemon this weekend was a uh, as a community for Abra, um, and they planned it so you could do it from home. Uh, but I had still planned originally to go out to the park near my house. However, uh, it was raining. Uh, the time of the community day was eleven until five, and it was raining from nine to six. Oh, that. That's unfortunate timing, is what that is. Yeah, uh, that, that's, that's before and, and after and, and all between. So uh, my plan to go to the park and try to get some fresh air and enjoy the outside for a few hours uh, ended up being uh, recording in my office for my YouTube channel. So uh, it was not nearly as much fun as I would have liked it to be, but I was a lot drier than people who decided to go out anyway. So, And there were some people who were awfully soaked. They were silly. Yeah, yeah it, it rained quite a bit on Saturday. It did, and for and for and for a good chunk of the day too. So, yeah, yeah. not great. Uh, yeah, so um, hoping that I can get some walks in uh, here and there this week. Um, at least you know if I, I like to try and walk at least half an hour a day. Like my steps, like I, before all of this happened, I was getting about ten to twelve thousand steps a day. I'm now lucky if I hit four. Um, and that makes me sad. Because yeah, well, I like to walk. And uh, I've gained weight, um, which I think everybody has. Um, it, it's just, yeah. I'd I, I like to know what the average weight's going to be in the end of this. Cause I, for, for folks, because I mean... You know, I've heard of you know the college fifty. I'm like, I'm I'm pretty sure it'll be a COVID hundred or something <laughs> for some people. Oh, oh god. Yeah, I hope <laughs> not for me because I I can't afford that much weight. But yeah, it's it's just, it's rough. Uh, it's real rough. Um, but I mean, it is what it is, and uh, you really just you gotta work with what you have. So yeah, we just gotta go with it at this point. I mean, there's no escaping it. Uh, did finish watching the, uh, we, we did a rewatch of the entire, uh, phases one through three of Mar of the MCU. Um, so that was really fun. Uh, we're now on X-Men 
And I'm hoping next is going to be Star Wars, but we're debating over the format of the rewatch. Uh, and please, if if everybody's out there, uh, if you are if you're hearing this live, you it'll probably be too late if you watch if you hear it in the download. Uh, please do provide your uh, your your voting on my Twitter poll. Um, the the question is, uh, what is the proper watch order for Star Wars? Uh, four, five, six, one, two, three, Rogue One, Solo, seven, eight, nine, or sorry, se uh, seven, Rogue One, eight, Solo, nine. Because that is the order of release, or one, two, three, four, or sorry, one, two, three, solo, rogue one, and then four, five, six, seven, eight. I don't know what I would do in that situation, honestly. Interesting. Well, the problem is if you watch, if you, if you if you watch one, two, three first, stuff in seven, four, five, and six are spoiled, and. Their imports is lost on you. Like, I am your father. Yeah. And? Oh, I'm. that's your sister. Yeah. And? Like, it, it just, it loses it. It loses the power. And then some were like, oh, you, you just don't even bother, bother watching one, two, three. I'm like, but you can't. Like, they're part of the, 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 the story. Can't just ignore the chapters in the middle you don't like. That'd be like ignoring book five because I didn't like how it ended of Harry Potter. That 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 kind of oh cuts. I I I, I know, and that, that's why you just, you just don't skip. Like you just, you, you watch it in order, man. That's all you do. But anyways, um, how was your uh, your game time this week? Uh, game time was great. We uh, so we were. Uh, as we do with every week, we continue our heroic rating of Nihilotha. Uh, we've got, we still, we're still only eight bosses out of twelve in heroic, but we made really good progress on uh, Ilganoth, much faster than how we progressed in normal. Uh, there's a few new mechanics that were, not a few. There's one mechanic that we had trouble adjusting to. Uh, right away, and that was uh, the portion of the fights where some random people get mind controlled, and there's different ways you can deal with that, but the tricky part is they pretty much all going to be dealt with by ranged people, because if if you get within a certain range uh, of a mind controlled person, you also get mind controlled. Which, you know, would single melee, would, would single melee away from that, from dealing with that encounter. Um, some of us have some ranged abilities, but they can help out. Basically, you got to DPS that person down to around 30%, I think, is the number. And the mind control breaks, or that they heal back up to... And they can be taken below 30, and then healed back up to 30, I think, is how it works. I don't know the exact bit, because I'm melee, and I don't need to worry about that. But some it's something like that that breaks the MC, and then we can continue on with the fight. Um, so we had some troubles adjusting to that at first. We've gotten it figured out now. The, pro the problem with that is, you know, dealing with that one player, or the, the, not one player, there's several players. Dealing with those players that are mind-controlled takes DPS away from Nihilotha. It also takes DPS away from the ads, and the ads can pile up quick if you're not careful about it. 
and after a while the ads will enrage and hurt more and that's not something you want on a progression fight uh so we're that added step is kind of throwing us off a little bit we, we are making really good progress by the end of the first night i think we had around 10 pulls on the first night and uh we uh got ilganoth down to three percent so we were like stupid close like to the point where um we were we were just hoping the tanks would live long enough for us to be able to deal with it unfortunately that wasn't the case and uh on our next poll of the night which was the last night uh, we had some unfortunate mcs that kind of uh killed our attempts for that night but but seeing the progression we made on Ilganoth the like on the first night we're pretty confident that we'll be able to take him down this week and you know we're like we're we're, we're we're making good pace through the this content. I mean, we expected this to kind of we we expected heroic to be kind of slow us down a little bit because even though that's as far as we're ever that we want to progress, so we're gearing out specific to that. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that 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 was raiding, but then also I uh, did some more stuff on my warrior outside of that. I uh, I started tackling. Uh, perfect visions again because I had a bunch of uh, vessels burning holes in my bag like well I, I may as well use these these uh, vessels so I went through that ended up doing full clears of Orgrimmar which was super cool and like Ali wasn't kidding when she said that uh, that one talent that gives you an extra 200 sanity when you defeat an elite would help out a lot because like I went from like regularly going through all three of my orbs to restore sanity through an entire run to like I'm like I'm pretty reliably getting through all four wings before using a single orb. And depending on how much I screwed up the mechanics uh, during those four wings, I can usually I, I I can sometimes get to thrall without using an orb, and get and and defeat him without using the orb. So that was that was pretty cool. And and of course, when you clear when you do a full clear, you'll get the mask. So I've got access to my first mask, which is which is nice. Unfortunately, that mask uh, is the one that reduces your available sanity by half, which is less than ideal. <clears throat> so I think I might just tag along with somebody while they're clearing other masks, because tackling that right now sounds pretty hard. I don't know if I'd be able to pull that off. But I don't know. I might still give it a shot just to see. Um, what else did I do? Oh, Alpha. I spent a bunch of time on Alpha because that's that's what you do when you've got access to it. You play a lot on it. Um, so I created a fifty-seven, a level fifty-seven warrior because that's the that's the uh, that's the template for the new zone Revendreth that you have to that you have to create because Revendreth is the final 
chapter of content in Shadowlands, so it's expected to take you up to 60. And in Bastion, you can only level up to 53. We're missing we're missing the two middle zones. So I created a new warrior, Toasty also, I think is what I called it. It is a Void Elf warrior. I'm basically using the alpha as a way to figure out which warrior, which which race I want to race change my warrior to. Because I think I've decided to race change my warrior at this point. Because I'm tired of all my transmogs being broken by the Draenei's boots. It it, it it really sucks because like the boots everything will look fine and then the boots are ruined by the fact that they're cut off uh, I didn't quite finish the I, well, not, not even quite finish I, I uh, got about an hour into Revenge Draft uh, before I had to deal with some other stuff but the, the hour that I spent in Revenge Draft was so much fun I dig the I dig I dig that zone so much. It, it's exactly what I wanted it to be. It's dark. It's dirty and amazingly gothic. And I just I love it so much. Like I'm not gonna lie, when I was going through Bastion, like I, I was thinking to myself, man, like they they knocked it out of the park with Bastion in terms of its looks and its feelings. And I was going into this whole experience expecting to shun everything else and fully commit to the Revan draft thing because that's what I wanted. That's the aesthetic that I liked. But Bastion had me questioning it. And then I got to play Revan draft. I'm like, no, no, definitely still Revan draft. That's, that's going to be my zone folks. There's so many cool little things involved with that. Like, I want to talk about some of them, but it's, it's spoilery obviously. So we're not going to do that because we don't like to spoil on this show, at least immediately. We'll give you some time to go through it. Uh, yeah, I mean that, that was that was my week. Like playing. Uh, well, I also did more Torghast because why not? Like Torghast is so much fun. I don't think I can stress enough how much fun I have in Torghast. But ah, uh, that yeah, that was pretty much my my week. And wow, you know, raiding, visions, Torghast, and Revendreth. But it was a lot of fun, and I can't I can't wait to dive in again. And hopefully, you know, warriors get added to Torghast. Please, 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 give me warriors in Torghast. I'm having fun with a demon hunter, but give me warriors, please. But that's about it. Uh, what did you get up to in WoW this week, Medros? So uh, I, I, I realized a couple of days ago that uh, I haven't been on my mule in a while. And um, maybe I should check that character and make sure that, you know, nothing's stuck in their mailbox. There's nothing stuck in their mailbox. It's about 50,000 gold worth of uh, stuff that if I vendored it instead of letting the mail expire, gone. Oh, that's a fat rip, bud. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, I mean, in a way... I'm I'm kind of relieved because it relieves a lot of like oh I have to keep checking and going back on and re-auctioning and stuff. It takes a little uh, stress away, but uh, there's different stuff that I would have liked to have not lost. But it is what it is. Um, saves me the hassle of the uh, the post the end of expansion clearing out of stuff. Um, and uh, I don't have to go to my mule for a while now. <laughs> um, yeah, but now you're out fifty thousand gold. That's that's got to that's got to hurt a little bit. A little bit. That's little bit. almost. That's like. That's like a little less than half a token. 
pretty sure that's less than half. Last uh, I checked, it was around 112. 113 is what I had paid for the other day. Okay. Yeah, a little less than half. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't like losing that much gold. Um, but, I mean, it's my mistake. Uh, my inattentiveness and my fault. So, I can't blame Blizzard for that. Uh, you live and you learn, right? Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it is the way it is. Um, but... Uh, otherwise, uh, I did uh, go through and uh, created uh, some notes for different characters. So, like, uh, my paladin. So, w basically, kind of like my rotation and, and the, the, like the, the abilities that I have on my bars in, in retail. So that I can go to the alpha and try to recreate that and bring my place out a little bit closer to what I'm used to. Or find how to adjust my playstyle on on retail um, when Shadowlands goes live, so that I, I have a bit of a bit of a lead time to address that kind of thing. Right. Um, also, did the same for my hunter. I copied the talents and stuff from my hunter to carry over to my new Valpira hunter, so that I could kind of get a, a little bit of idea of that. Um, I definitely need to figure out some stuff though, because there's some abilities that my uh, night elf hunter has. That that well, pure hunter obviously does not have, and they're not like spec abilities, um, or like talent abilities because they have the same talents. Um, but I'm not sure where you find them, so uh, I need to spend some time and figure that out, uh, sometime in the next you know, little while in, in lead up to that. I also need to take that character out and collect some pets because I don't like the snake that they, that they come with, uh, and I there's definitely some pets I want to get. Uh, kind of if you wish there were, that pets were across, uh, you know, account account wide, so that you know I wouldn't have to go get Lock and Lock and all the rare pets that I have on my main hunter uh, again, uh, which I probably won't do because I don't have the patience for that. Um, but it, it was interesting to, this week, um, just kind of more alt time than than anything else. Um, also, kind of didn't really bother too much with mission tables. Because uh, I just realized, like, at this point, the rep's not really going to matter too much on those characters. And I don't want to have to go out and do a bunch of um, world quests to get resources just to do mission table stuff that I don't really need to do. Uh, so I kind of kind of loosening the reins on myself and, and allowing myself the freedom to kind of do, do other stuff. Uh, not the stuff I've been doing the entire expansion, so... Uh, that was pretty freeing this week. Um, well, that's good. Finding finding other stuff, maybe stuff that you uh, left behind in other expansions that you kind of want to go back and do or whatever. I mean, you gotta you gotta change it up every once in a while, otherwise it'll literally get boring pretty quick. Yeah, and I mean, I need, I still need to go through uh, and level of, of several alts. Like that's still something I want to do. Um, not quite there yet, uh, but uh, I might play some of those uh, low-level characters. Uh, like some of those allied races that I started up. Uh, like that Void on Forlock? Nah, probably not. But there are definitely some characters that I, wa I want to look at, for sure. I mean, why would I want to play Warlock, man? I don't know. Why would I want to play a Paladin? 
that's that's on my list of characters to level up during this whole lull, though. Fair, gonna, fair gonna point. That, fair point. Sir. Get that paladin up to one twenty. By the and then rub it in action. my face every week, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I knew, I knew that coming. Uh, but... I mean, what other motivation could I possibly have? None, because you hate paladins. Accurate. Like, literally so much as I'm pretty sure I could look and find a tweet that you've made in the last hour saying that that's the one class you'd delete from the game if you could. What? No. I don't know what you're talking about. I definitely didn't reply to Maticus's tweet about what pal- what class I would delete from the game if I could. Yeah, I totally, totally would never have done that. I definitely didn't say paladins were just warriors who couldn't cut it and depend on the light for a boost. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine you ever saying something so, you know, offensive to, as that. No. You know, I mean, other, than, other than St. Louis Blues sounding like a champion, that, that's pretty offensive too. I'm not. I thought that was pretty great. I think I can find an entire city that would agree with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you could find an entire city that's wrong, just like you. Anyways. That's just like your opinion, man. Yeah, yeah, it, it's my opinion. Uh, you, you, you know what also is my opinion? What's that? That Funkos are pretty awesome. You're, you're, you're not wrong. I do enjoy some Funkos. Indeed. So our new fun- sponsor is Funko, and if you haven't heard of them by name, you've definitely seen their products. They make collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes of Diablo, and even more from outside the Blizzardverse, like Firefly, Game of Thrones, and Marvel. I like to highlight a Funko Pop each week, and this week's Funko Pop is another one from their Pop Icons collection. And I wasn't sure which one I wanted to do this week. They, they have a few in this collection, um, but this one... It all it kept drawing my eye, and I really like the look of this one. Um, I, I'm curious what you're gonna think of this one. It is black and white Marilyn Monroe. Well, that's kind of cool. I like I, I like I mean classic look for her, um, and it's in black and white, iconic. which is just yeah, it's 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 a very iconic look for her. Exactly. And I just, I I, just, I really like that one. It's really cool. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you, uh, but if you want to check out this Funko or any others, uh, go to bit.ly slash FunkoATA, check out their online shop, and use Shop10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash FunkoATA, and use Shop10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. We want to thank Funko for their support of the show. All right, so what is coming up this week in WoW? So, this week, we've got three events. We've got Volunteer Guard Day for on April 28th. So, if you're listening to this on the download, sorry, it's already gone. But if you're listening live, go go talk to a guard and help out a little bit. Do some help. Do some good in your uh, local community there. Uh, we've also got the Pet Battle Bonus Event running from April 28th to May 1st. And we've got the PvP Brawl, a Rathy Blizzard, running from April 28th to May 1st. So, go ahead and enjoy. And that's it. That's cool. So they, are they not doing, like, World Quest week at all anymore, or what? It's been a while now that I think about it. Let me let me check. Oh, I don't even have my notes for the next week, because I, I do month to month, so I gotta get new... I gotta get the new event list for next week. 
it might, it might be coming up soon. I don't know. Like, it just feels like it's been a while since we've last had one of those. Yeah, and that would be pretty handy. Especially with this um, experience buff. Yeah, it's coming up on the 19th. Well, there we go. Uh, oh, Chillsmith's coming up soon. I think there's a new pet there I didn't get last year. Hmm. Well, you can take care of that soon. Indeed. Indeed I can. All right. Well, let's talk about some news, shall we? Okay. So, uh, first we're going to go into the, the alpha. Because, of course, you know, why wouldn't we? Um, and talk a little bit about some uh, some changes to what you'll need for uh, for traveling around in Shadowlands. Uh, so it's an announcement from uh, Blizzard saying, uh, with major changes coming to leveling characters from 10 to 50 in Shadowlands, we want to make sure there's a navigational parity among all of the different expansions you can choose while questing. The next version of Shadowlands Alpha that will appear next week, testers are going to see an internal chain, intentional change coming to Shadowlands for a couple of older Pathfinder achievements. Specifically, flight training rewards from Draenor Pathfinder and Broken Isles Pathfinder. Part 2 will no longer be required for flying in Draenor or Broken Isles content. These will now be granted at level 30 with expert flying. The achievement will remain in place as before, and Draenor Pathfinder will still be the way to earn the Soaring Sky Terror mount, while Broken Isles Pathfinder Part 1 will continue to reward increased mount speed in the Broken Isles. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Uh, especially for anybody who never got around to earning those. Um, and it kind of makes sense. I mean, really, with the way they're doing leveling in the new expansion, it's kind of basically the way it's got to be. Uh, you you aren't going from expansion to expansion. You're, you're spending your entire leveling time in one expansion. Uh, and that's just... It, it, it makes sense that that is how it's going to be and how you will actually be playing uh, where at level 30 you get flying. What do you think? Uh, when they mentioned this, I thought to myself, wow, you know, I'm surprised that something like this didn't happen sooner because when you think about it, it makes sense. I mean, that content's no longer the the uh, current content and the time you're going to be spending in those areas isn't necessarily going to be as much as you had spent when it was current. I mean, when we were leveling up through Draenor and uh, and Legion stuff, you weren't hitting the required reputations to earn those achievements just by leveling through that. So, like, I, I didn't initially see a problem with those things sticking around, but now that they've done this change, you know, it makes me think, you know, why didn't they do... This is this feels like something that should have been done sooner in retrospect. And I think so what I'm, I'm thinking was that they still wanted new players to the game. Like you've just started you sure started playing the game where you just pick it back up. Uh they still want those players to go through the, the ground level stuff that we had to go through. Whereas everybody who's been through that expansion probably already has the Pathfinder and doesn't need it because it's it's account bound. And I mean that's fair, but you also hear from people who have started it who started in the game after this content's current, like, oh, well, or came back to it after the content was current. Like, oh, well, I, it would be nice to fly in Warlords, but I've got all this other stuff to do in Legion because, or in BFA because, you know, I want to catch up with my friends 
and start doing that current content with them because that's where everybody is right now. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm 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 glad for this change, and uh, I I see no issue with it. I mean, the the achievements are still going to remain in game because there's rewards tied to them, you know, like a mount or faster flying or whatever. So the fact that you went back, the fact that you earned them before, you still you're still gaining the benefit of it over somebody who didn't do it previously. So it's a, it's a good the, the way they've made this change is a good compromise, I think. And uh, you know, hopefully, this is a model that they stick with going forward. I don't know. We'll see. I thought of something that I'd like to. I'd like to have answered. With the changes to leveling in Shadowlands, are they going to allow you to still pause your character? Also, how are PvP settings going to work? Like, right now, at certain levels, you unlock certain battlegrounds. Are those going to be mm-hmm. shifted down? or And, and are the ranks going to be still the same? Or is it going to be, you know, 10 to 15, 15 to 20... Because those are going to be basically what would have been the the ten to twenty and the twenty to thirty before. I don't I know. Like I, I, as of, I don't know. I mean, as of right now, when you're leveling through the content, you're you're when you hit a certain level, you're unlocking a bunch of different dungeons at the same time from different expansions, and it feels pretty weird. Like, uh, so I think I think the. Uh, the different, the various instance uh, instanced unlocks, like battlegrounds, like dungeons, probably needs to be looked at a little bit because that that whole thing is weird. I'm unlocking. I can't remember the exact dungeons that I unlocked as I was leveling up, but I remember thinking, okay, well, this is from Classic, this is from Legion, and this yeah. is from BFA. Like this, it, that felt really weird. Absolutely, but I think. I think it, it. I mean, it, it's it's genuinely possible that it's just weird from my perspective, because I'm aware of how everything was set up prior. Uh, I don't know how. I, I I'm having trouble getting into the mindset of a new player unlocking all those things, and how they would see that. I think it might still be a little bit confusing because, especially with uh, the later expansions. Uh, you're unlocking dungeons as they're relevant to the story and relevant to whatever zone you're in. And um, okay, we we need to we just start a YouTube series of somebody who on the day the Shadowlands releases starts playing WoW for the first time ever on an account that's got nothing, and and just the YouTube channel is them playing through the content. That'd be an interesting little project. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think we're. Uh... I feel like we're not in the best position to find somebody who hasn't played WoW. I know most of the people mean? I interact with have already played WoW. I know somebody who hasn't played WoW. I know several people who haven't played WoW. And one's, in, one's about five feet from me. But it's never going to happen. Yeah, like, um... Only people I can think of off the top of my head who haven't played WoW that I, that I know are my parents. Downside of working at a tech company, we're all giant nerds. Really? So I never would have guessed. 
So most of us have played well. I'm pretty sure all of us have played well. Some of us still play well, but, you know, most <laughs> of us have played well at one point. Manny, you've been here for a very large number of episodes if you've never played WoW. I commend you. That's impressive. You know, I, I, I really, yeah, I, I, I will double my accommodation because, you know, listening to a piece of media that you've got no interaction with, I mean, that's just, that's just impressive. You're willing to expand your mind, expand your horizons, and and appreciate every, other people's experiences uh, based, uh, in something that you have no experience with. That's really commendable. Please spread that thinking around, Manny, because I'd love some of the people who are here for WoW to tune into my YouTube channel and experience the Pokemon <laughs> Go stuff for a while. Because, boy, I could use some of the few listeners we have here to go subscribe over there. You know, actually, all of them could go over there and subscribe, and I'd be really happy. Um, not going to happen, but I'd be really happy if it did. Just saying what 2,000 subscribers that's like monetization immediately and <laughs> but I understand there's not a lot of people who are, who are not here for the Pokemon Go news so anyway the long and the short of it is I, I think that this is a good change and I'm hopeful that they, now that they've done this that they've taken the step of kind of uh uh, making Pathfinder unnecessary for old content in terms of flying around, that they uh, keep this formula going forward. I agree. So did you hear any typing just now? I did not. Man, this RTX voice is actual wizardry. Absolutely. Uh, 100% pure Gandalf wizardry. Like I'm looking at my audacity recording and there is no background noise being picked up at all and my and 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 like my heater kicked in like five minutes ago and there was nothing yeah oh this is amazing anyway let's 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 stop talking about this this new voice technology and maybe talk about uh some other tech it's not necessarily right. new tech but you know, it's 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 something new for WoW. So I'll I'll be honest here. Uh, I am not at all certain I understand. So this is like playing WoW with like a Xbox controller or something, or there or other console controls. Okay. I I don't see how that would be convenient at all. But okay. Um. So apparently, uh. Blizzard is introducing support for GamePad, um, in a in an effort to make WoW more ex widely accessible. Um, so Shadowlands are attempting to add support for keybinds, camera, and turning a character on controllers such as Xbox Adaptive Controller. Uh, and this, I mean, there will be people who conspiracy theorize that this is their planning to add support for consoles, guaranteed. I don't think I see that because they'd be doing a lot more and it'd be a, a much bigger push for that if they were going to. Uh, but they've also said many times that that's really not a way that you can play this game effectively. Mm -hmm. There's too much in this game that requires a keyboard. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and uh, looking at the uh, the controller they mentioned specifically in their post, the Xbox Adaptive Controller, that's a controller that's 
um, used by uh, people with certain physical disabilities that may not be able to control a mouse and keyboard as effectively. And this is, this is more just opening the door for them to have native access, to have a, like a native access, is that the right? To have, to have the capability natively within the game to to map some of the controls to their adaptive controller. Um, right now, <clears throat> they're dependent on third-party add-ons to kind of make it work. And while that's while that's great that that is available to them, um, those are dependent on other people keeping those updated and then all that other stuff. Um, now that they're kind of rolling it into the WoW product, uh, it's something that would ideally get uh get the necessary updates as they come out for these things and yeah. making it that much easier for them to continue playing the game in a manner that um is that is best for them given their limitations yeah accessibility is definitely a good thing if it, if it if it's doable and, and something that is possible uh, within the uh the planning and the code of the game great to have that happen yeah i am all for that i mean we've got people who are we've got people who are blind who play this game with the help of a quote seeing eye dog uh we've uh we've covered that story a bit uh when it first happened and as far as i know that group is still going strong which is fantastic to hear the the tank for uh for my guild back when there's raining yeah. in my guild uh was a blind guy so get, get, get having giving more people access to this game like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and I, I love that they're that they're taking the step to make it easier for them absolutely very good job Blizzard very good job alright uh, well let's move on to our next topic shall we yeah, so the next one is a small thing, and it's only going to really matter for you Death Knights out there. Uh, since Breath of the Lich King, and when Death Knights were introduced, you've had the uh, you've had the rune forging system available to you, and it has gone effectively unchanged since its since its since yeah since its inception. Wow, words are hard. Um, which is great because you know you basically got a free enchant. That's nothing nothing wrong with that, right? That's fantastic. But it got a little boring after a while because you're just, you know, the same routine. I mean, this, I don't think, will change that routine, but you've got more choices, and more choices are always good. So you've got, as of now, five new runeforges available to runeforge your weapon in the Shadowlands Alpha. There's uh, the rune of Hysteria, which uh, increases your maximum runic power by 20, and it gives your attacks a chance to increase runic power generation by 20% for 8 seconds. That's pretty cool. You've got the rune of sanguination that causes your death strike to deal increased damage based on the target's missing health. And when you fall below a certain health, uh, you'll he you'll heal for 48% uh, of your maximum health over 8 seconds. Wow. You got the rune of spell warding that uh, fixes your rune with uh, or your weapon with a rune that deflects three percent of all spell damage, and has a chance to create a shield that absorbs magic damage equal to about ten percent of your maximum health. 
and it'll also uh that doesn't stun right when an enemy damages the shield their cast speed is oh their cast speed so it um it also cause enemy spellcasters casting speed to be reduced by 10% for 6 seconds there's a rune of unending thirst that's going to give you a 10% haste and movement speed bonus and it will also heal you for 5% of your maximum health when you kill an enemy that yields experience or honor also doing that also you will uh have an increased movement speed of 10% when you're dead so faster runbacks and look at that death knight's finally getting mobility sure it happens when you're dead but increased mobility is good right no okay yeah, mobility is anyway good. Yep, it's just not all that useful when you're dead. Really? But but that that's literally the that's literally what the bonus is. It, it only increased your movement speed while dead. That seems silly. But I guess death knights are always dead. Technically, so then we're always boosted. All right, good. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, we'll just assume that's how that works. Probably not, but in my head, that's what it is. Um. And the fifth rune is Rune of the Apocalypse. It affixes your rune weapon with a rune that gives your ghoul's attacks a chance to apply one of several debuffs to the target. It's either a health, a healing reduction, um, damage taken from the Death Knights, or uh, reduce, or it'll, or there's uh, another one that reduces the damage the Death Knight takes by 2%. There's also a slow and um, a dot effect. So those are the five new ones that we have uh, for Death Knights now. We don't know if there's going to be any more added, but hey, that's that's five new runes that you can apply to your weapon. So you've got a total of eight runes now. That's that's nice. Won't be the same thing for won't be won't be this won't be the same one every time. And hey, like there's a bit more choice there. I'm not totally familiar with the runes that are currently available right now. Um, I think one was raised. One was just like an increase. Oh yeah, there it is. There's rune of razor ice that is extra weapon damage applied as frost. Which you know DPS one. There's a fallen crusader heals you for a certain amount, and stone skin gargoyle, which uh, is effective for a two handed weapon only. And it just increases your armor by 5% and all your stats by 5%. So you've got a bit more choice with these runes, and that's always good. It's good to have more choice, especially, you know, an RPG. That is true. That's very true. Uh, do you have any thoughts on these? Like, uh, wh which one of those sounds cool to you? If you were a Death Knight, which one would you take? Well, I have a Death Knight. Um, I think that uh, the speed one would probably whatever I'd consider, but... I mean, the fact is only while you're dead is not as useful. Um, I don't know. Like, honestly, my, my Death Knight rarely, if ever, applies those things because they just never seemed worth the effort. But I also don't enchant very often. So that that may just be a me thing. It's, it's a me thing. I know that. Um, yeah, that's fair. But I don't, I don't put gems in sockets and I don't enchant my gear... It's just how I play. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you play as you have a certain playstyle, and you know they, it, that's just not needed for that playstyle. Ironically, I have an enchanter and I have a jewel crafter, but I never use their stuff. 
Yeah, no. just sell for gold. Sorry, correction. I did use the experience one, experience gem on my all of my characters and leveling in this expansion. I forgot that there was an experience gem. Yep, five percent experience boost. Huh. Interesting. I only have one of them. So mad because I made like a bunch of them, and I realized I can only put one person per. Uh, that that darn okay. unique equip tag on items gets you every time. Yep. I hate that. Honestly, for me, I would either go with uh, Rune of Hysteria or Rune of Sanguination. Like, extra resources, that, that's something that I always gravitate towards. And one of them is just more damage. And it heals you a bit. And let's face it, uh, I, I am not a careful player when I play. Anybody who's watched the stream knows that. So... <laughs> Uh, the chance to heal myself, I'll take it. But anyway, those are the new Death Knight runes. They're really cool. Uh, I don't know, maybe we'll hear from some Death Knights who can give us their thoughts on that. But I'm going to talk about something that, ha that affects everybody. There's new leveling options available in Alpha right now. So this is kind of showcasing the ability to choose your starting zone. Like, as like, a previous... Previous to this, we were only given the option of going through Exile's Reach. You know, when you're creating a character, you can kind of choose what you want to do. As was advertised at BlizzCon, you can choose to go to Exile's Reach, or you can choose to go through the old leveling experience. So the old leveling experience is still there. In the screenshots they're showing, you can choose to go to Exile's Reach, or you can choose to go to Northshire Valley, which is the uh, human starting experience. Also, funnily enough, um, they showed the Night Elf screenshot of this, and it's a choice of Exile's Reach, and it's a, and you can also choose Shadow Glen, but they still use the, uh, the, the image from Northshire Valley with Night Elf written over top. So, you know, obviously still a work in progress. It's almost like it's an alpha or something. Yeah, funny how that works out. So the thing to remember with this is the allies, the allied races are going to forego this choice uh, they're going to start out in their capital city with a quest to introduce themselves to whatever leader uh, and then the, after that they're going to choose the path in the adventure journal where, where you're going to start whether it be in Azeroth, Outland, Northrend etc. Um, we haven't had a chance to play through that in the alpha right now uh, so that's not something that we've had access to see but uh that's that's a cool choice i mean uh, it's kind of a bummer that the allied races can't take place and take part in the uh in the new instance content but i guess i guess it makes sense in context with how this experience is what this who this experience in exiles reach is geared for is it's it's definitely more meant for the new player I mean there's a lot of hand holding there and it, it takes you through the um, various types of content that WoW has to offer in terms of questing around and also in uh, with uh, the the role agnostic dungeon at the end of it so I kind of get the decision for that I mean it's still kind of a bummer for me but not 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 a huge deal also like not a lot of people have experienced not everybody has experienced all those 
new allied race intros and you know the ones i've played through are a lot of fun so why why give people why why i guess it's not throwing out the content because it's still available there as a choice but you know it would be nice to kind of see the content play through a bit more maybe down the road they make that change what are your thoughts on that Medros? i'm very happy to see this is is finally showing up that we actually have the ability to see what this a little bit closer at least what this will look like in the end um and uh yeah i mean i like the ability to choose uh it's really nice to have that choice because not all uh all, not all choices have been given to us in the past so uh, it'll be interesting to see what people choose. I, I'd be curious to see um, six months to a year after this launches, you know, what are people choosing for their new characters? Um, you know, what expansions are the most favorable and are not the most favorable? Um, and how that, I, I'd be also curious how that would impact their decisions when developing something like uh, WoW Classic. You know, uh, nobody chose. Lich King, so should we even bother with the classic Lich King, or just pass over that? You know, it'd be very interesting to see that. Another thing of interest that they're finding in Alpha right now is that you can choose to progress to Burning Crusade, Wrath of the Lich King, Mist of Pandaria, Warlords, etc., etc. Notice there's one expansion that I kind of just skipped over there. That would be Cataclysm. Didn't, didn't notice. Don't know why that's the case. I mean, like it, as we keep saying, it's still alpha, so they might be changing that down the road. Um, our friends over at Wowhead speculate, uh, not not Wowhead specifically, but some people are speculating on the Wowhead article comments that it's it's possible that uh, because of the necessity of flying for a lot of the Cataclysm content, because you got you got you got access to flying before you even step foot in Cataclysm content. Right, you got yeah. that. You were able to fly in Azeroth at fifty-eight. Yeah. So it's possible that that's just not going to be a choice available to people as they're leveling early, but maybe as after they get flying, they'll have the option to progress to Cataclysm content should they choose. Again, we don't know yet. It's not in the. It's not in Alpha right now, and they haven't really said anything about it. So we're going to wait until they say something. Or something shows up in Alpha to indicate what's happening with the Cataclysm content and when we can when, and when we'll be able. To... So here's a theory I'd like to to. What if instead of having a separate Cataclysm and vanilla experience, they use the Bronze Dragon Flight to let you choose like we like you can in some zones, the old version or the new version. Making it old Darkshore back. Oh, that would bring back so many memories. I mean, that—that's what you'd have if if you only had vanilla. But some people liked Cataclysm yeah. more, and they might want that Cataclysm content instead. I mean, character. they certainly showed—sorry, they—they've certainly showed their willingness to do so for some of the for some of the other zones, and even zones that uh, are not current. I mean, okay, I want to say current content because obviously the veil is very current content, but they update. They so you, uh, before BFA it was still torn apart by the Shah and by whatever Garrosh did. Then they mm. fixed it and then they broke it again. Yeah. Um, but, but you know you can talk to Bronze Dragon and set it to. As far as I know, you set it. You have the option to set it to the pre Nazoth infested Vale. I don't know if you can go back further. Or if there's even a point to doing that. 
But, yeah, I call uh, the I call the good old day switch. Yeah. So I mean, that's certainly something they can do. Whether they decide that it's something that is worth doing, because I don't know what they, I don't know how they treated the the old layouts in the transition from Wrath of the Lich King to Cataclysm, and I don't like uh, with stuff that's been changed since then. I mean, they, they uh, it would certainly be easier for them to, you know, make that switch back. But, yeah, I don't... It's an interesting thought, and I... But I don't know how... I don't know how, how they would do it, or if they would feel as if it was worth doing. But, I mean, now that they're looking at... At... Um, re- adjusting numbers for old content and stuff like that i'd imagine that that thought would have occurred to them whether they put much thought into it is another question entirely i'd be very intrigued to see if that conversation has been had and what the decision was uh but we may not see that kind of thing for a while yeah exactly in the meantime we don't know when we're, we're gonna have access to cataclysm in the leveling in the leveling experience but what we're sure to find out soon I'm sure we'll find out when they're ready. Anyway, that's that's about it for alpha content. I mean, there was there was a bunch of other stuff that uh, came out. I mean, we got we had new armor sets and all that. You know, the standard alpha stuff. But these were these were kind of our big takeaways from what we've seen there so far. I mean, there was a little bit of there's a little people there's a little bit of people being angry about like the horde intro lines that are very obviously not meant for uh, public consumption because they're not even available in the alpha yet. I think there were some people angry about uh, some perceived retconning or whatever, but I mean, we can't play that, so I'm not even worried about it right now. It's probably going to change at some point. Probably. So that's all I have to say about that. Alright then. But, uh, uh, I had I had a segue planned and I, it completely lost my lost got lost in my head. So Medro, so why don't you just talk about uh, take your kid to work day? So Tosi, do you miss the days when Chris Metzen worked at Blizzard? Yeah, I I do too. I really miss those days. But you know what? You can feel like those days are back again because Blizzard had to take your kid to work day. And Chris Metzen read a book for everybody. His book, really. Well, one of his books. Uh, it was it was Snow Fight, uh, a Warcraft tale. And I watched this, and I gotta say, um, kind of wanted him to use the tr- the thrall voice for thrall. Uh, but overall, I enjoyed I enjoyed watching it. Um, as well. Uh, Samwise Didier uh, did some sketchy tutorials uh, covering some very impressive races of World of Warcraft, uh, Orc, Dwarf, and Pandaren. Uh, so uh, when are you going to start uh, drawing us some some uh, some Dwarves and Pandaren there, uh, Tosi? Um, I-, I won't. Oh. Because I'm awful. But he should have to do I it. I think I would... 
I think I would require a uh, more in-depth tutorial to draw effectively. My stick figures look bad, so yeah, I'm. I'm. You won't be seeing anything from me right away. How about you, Allie? Would would you would you uh would you show us some of the work after going through Samwise's drawing tutorials? I mean, may- maybe, probably not. <laughs> if my internet stays on and connected and solid, maybe. <laughs> Good to oh, have hi. You. Sorry, I um, my ISP decided to uh, not like me tonight. Well, we're glad to have you here, even if it's. Even if it's, uh, you know, at this point in the show. <laughs> you know, all the news is done and everything. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I but hey, still we're, want we're, your thoughts on a lot of things. Yeah. We're, we're, you're, you're here for, like, one of the parts that I think people are looking forward to the most. What is that? Well, we'll get to it. Oh, okay. After, after, after a break from our sponsor. Um, assuming... You know what? Hey, well, first, first, I want to see how her week went because I'm sure she had stuff to talk about for the last two weeks. I do. It's well, been. It's you, you want to know now. You yeah. want to know now. Yeah. Okay. Right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is just last night I got Drake of the Four Winds finally off oh, of Ishak. I was so excited. Thank you. I was out in Uldum doing. The intro quest lane, quest lane, wow. The intro quest line for my Pally, because I'm working on getting her her cloak. And I'm like, you know, why not? We'll, we'll, we'll try. I'm not going to get it, but we'll try. And I got it. And I think I squeaked when I, when I looted it. It was good times. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I require audio recording of such squeak. Well, it, it's too late now. It already I, happened. I know. I know. I can't, I can't get that moment back, unfortunately. Yeah, it's rough. That's not something you can recreate. That's like a spur of the moment squeak. For it to really have the same emphasis, it yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Tosi already told you the rating stuff, so I'm not going to worry about that. Otherwise, I've just been having fun taking advantage of the XP buff. My Horty is at 118. By the end of the week, she should be 120. And I did the time, not the time walking, but I did the BFA weekly for my priest and my Pally. And I was really excited because my priest got her best in shot, best in slot shoulders. Nice. And it's shoulders, which means they're Azerite, which means it upgraded to 470. So I'm probably going to be wearing those the rest of the expansion. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yeah, just, you know, having fun with all of that and actually getting some progression. We wiped. Did you tell them about the wipe? The 3% wipe on Ilganoth? That, that painful 3% wipe? Yeah. It hurts. It hurts my soul. But that's okay. We're going to get this week. I feel it. I feel like it in my if, bones. If Sarah didn't get mind controlled, I think we would have had it. Because they were doing Possibly. a good job of keeping themselves alive. Yeah. And at the end, I decided to go ahead, because I had like five bloods on me at that point, and I think 
two or three of them were enraged. So I decided to let myself die so I could be in my guardian spirit form and just be able to freely heal people. And it was it was so close. So close. We're so, gonna get it this one. So I have to ask what happened on Sunday. Because I was looking forward to a show. And the show didn't happen. And it was teased by not one, not two, not three, but all four of the hosts leading up to it. Yeah, I to the point that I even promoted it on my show. Unfortunately, last minute, um, one of the members had some real-life stuff prop up that was far more important to take care of. So That pesky real-life stuff is always getting in the way of D&D games. Yeah, you have to kind of take care of that real life. It's uh, important stuff, right? I hear that. I hear that. Unfortunately, <laughs> our our D&D show is not immune to the problems of a typical D&D group where scheduling is a nightmare. And when we finally figure something else, something out, um, life likes to kick us in the pants. It's been, yeah. When was the last Critical World episode? <laughs> um, and, and how much withdrawal well, are you going through right now? So much. <laughs> yeah, I think like I'm much. managing it. I'm managing it by watching old episodes, but like I've, I'm always doing that anyway, so it's not really that much of a change. Yeah. I get you there. Well, I look forward to the next Always Be Looting episode from, from you guys. We do too. <laughs> we were so excited. Yeah. But, you know, that's okay. It's, it's going to happen. I believe in you guys. Thank you. Appreciate and it. And I also believe that at least one person will get nude by the end of the episode again. It's entirely possible. Yeah, it's entirely possible. <laughs> possible or probable? Possible. I don't know the story yet. The story may not lend itself to nudity. I feel like there's at least two people in your your party that absolutely will take any chance they can to be nude, whether it is part of the party, part of their story or not. <laughs> Unfortunately for those two people, um, they they don't wear simple gear, so it it like mechanically takes a long time for take to take that gear off. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, you gotta remember there are mechanics to taking off your armor in D anD. So I can't just, like, pick it up and drop it in a bag and be done? Nope. It's not well. <laughs> I, I can't no just a button and, like, be naked? Nope. What the hell? <sighs> Seems like such a trouble. D&D, man. There's mechanics for everything. Almost everything. If I roll a natural 20, can I? No, that's not up to me. <laughs> you know, I, I guess you have to talk to your DM about that. Oh, I will. Alright, no doubt you will. <laughs> Alright, well let's talk about our next sponsor then, and then we'll get to our question of the week. Alright, so our second sponsor, as usual, are the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. This week, we're on to book two of the Harry Potter series with Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Let's have a listen. The Worst Birthday Not for the first time, an argument had broken out over breakfast at number four, Privet Drive. 
Mr. Vernon Dursley had been woken in the early hours of the morning by a loud hooting noise from his nephew Harry's room. Third time this week, he roared across the table. If you can't control that owl, it'll have to go. Harry tried yet again to explain. She's bored, he said. She's used to flying around outside. If I could just let her out at night. Do I look stupid? snarled Uncle Vernon, a bit of fried egg dangling from his bushy moustache. I know what'll happen if that owl's let out. He exchanged dark looks with his wife, Petunia. Harry tried to argue back, but his words were drowned by a long, loud belch from the Dursley's son, Dudley. I want more bacon. There's more in the frying pan, sweetums, said Aunt Petunia, turning misty eyes on her massive son. We must build you up while we've got the chance. I don't like the sound of that school food. Nonsense, Petunia. I never went hungry when I was at smeltings, said Uncle Vernon heartily. Dudley gets enough, don't you, son? So once again, that was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, written by J.K. Rowling and narrated by Jim Dale. You can find that and over and nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. So, our question of the week for last week was, what are your thoughts on Torgas as it is currently in the alpha? Uh, I am I am absolutely uh, changing up who's answering what's questions, because one of us uh, didn't have one, one of us has their own answer, and uh, we have a recording, so yeah. Uh, Leo Wild says that I really wish I could try it. I've been avoiding all any streams and wild content covering it because I want to experience it for myself first. That has unfortunately meant not participating in a lot of content creator stuff that I normally do. Manny says Torghast is an absolute power trip. Blizzard has given testers the ability to make absolutely broken builds that could not be allowed in the normal game, and it's fantastic. The design is amazing as well. Seriously, don't forget to look up. <laughs> and then we'll have Allie say, give her answer. Well, Allie said that she was so sad and missed last week, but I admittedly have not had a chance to actually get into Torgask because I don't have Alpha yet, but everything I've seen from streams and reading and talking to people it sounds freaking amazing and everything i would ever want it to be and more the ability to just roam and explore and have it change every time and be fresh and new and be able to build on your abilities plus the whole you know threat of if you die too many times on the floor you have Mr. Chi chasing you down it's so much fun at least it looks like so much fun I cannot wait to get into there myself and just dig around and play with the different powers and abilities and just have fun and it sounds like it's going to be very repeatable content that's fun It I can see it being one of those things where it's like a challenge to you know get further up in floors and i cannot wait to get in there myself and just have fun with it so excited that's exactly what i hoped it would be <laughs> it yeah. looks amazing that was a torgasm all right i, I want in <laughs> 100% orgasm right there 
Mm-hmm. I would have made it longer, but I haven't actually been in myself. Once I'm actually in there, I'll probably have another one. <laughs> oh, let's see. Well, you really should get in there. <laughs> I would like to. Don't get me started on that. There is much bitterness on, on my part right now. All right. Well, we're going to play the next answer here. Because apparently somebody heard our mention last week that if they wanted a, a certain tone to their voice, they need to read it themselves. Let's play it. Well, I'm really enjoying Torghast. I find the randomization aspect as well as the roguelike nature of it very compelling. I spent like three to four hours in there on Sunday. Plus, the personal rat bombs of the Marats is awesome! Thank you so much, Frasley. That's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> well done, Fraz. Every, everybody's just giving me what I what I wanted this week, and mm, thank you so much, you, everybody. You do I not get paladins removed from the game. Sorry. I mean, well... Paladins can't are have, fun, honestly. Can't have everything you want. That would, that, you would just, that would just be boiled and set expectations way too high. You've got to have some disappointments. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, so that's it for our questions from this week. Thank you all for your answers. Uh, next week's question is would you play wow on a controller if you were given the option no because i hate controllers uh at this point i would have to agree not for not for my hated controllers because i play a lot of games that require controllers it just it took a long time to to develop the muscle memory for all the stuff that i have set up now and i feel like remapping all that to uh, a controller would be a nightmare and not something i would want I think it depends on the tune. For example, on my Rogue or my Rep Pally, maybe even my Blood DK. Oh, I miss her. I need to get her to 120. Anyways, on those, I can see it potentially working. I mean, yes, the muscle memory, it's going to take a little bit to build that up, but I could, I could see it with practice. And I love, love, love that Blizzard is doing this. So it gives the ability for some to make it easier for them to play, which I think is fantastic. On my priest, though, I could not do it because my muscle memory for my priest has been built in for years now. And my ability to be able to heal faces without thinking of what my fingers are doing so I can still do mechanics well really relies on that muscle memory and my keyboard and my setup. So I could not do that on my priest. Curious, are, are you set up for the whole whack-a-mole experience of healing, or do you do something else? Like for me, whenever I'm healing, it's, there, it's very much a whack-a-mole experience. Yes and no, because I do have Healbot, and I do have some abilities tied to Healbot, but I have some that are still tied to my keyboard. So, and a lot of my healing is AoE healing. So sometimes it feels like whack-a-mole and sometimes it just feels like I just need to heal all the faces at once or people will die. Which, let's face it, with our raid is often. Yeah. How's that ground taste, Toasty? I didn't I would do that bad this past week. No, you didn't. You tried to throw you so many extra heals. Oh, is that why? Is that why I was doing well? Because you were paying <laughs> I oh. was actively trying to give you some extra heals. I Not thought I was wipe. doing. I thought I was doing great. I like, mean, oh, wow. I mean, you really, 
you know, I was just really watching you, Toasty, and you were truly rocking it. You were, you were, you know, not taking too much damage, and you really did great with the mechanics, and... I, it kind of helps that for one of the one of the parts of uh, of Ilganoth specifically that I am just removed from the fight. When we're yeah, I mean, in that, in that first part where we have to interrupt the uh, cast on that second organ. Yeah. No, I'm the only one around here, so I don't have to worry about stepping out of somebody else's ring. This is great. No. I'm gonna DPS. Honestly, you you did do an okay job. Like you did seem to take less damage this week, but I also tried to really like. Three couple extra heals here and there because I do feel bad when you die so often. I die because I'm reckless. I mean, I I know I'm <laughs> reckless. Like anything I, I can do to give myself extra survivability is basically what I'm going to do because I know that I will get myself in trouble. Anybody who's watched me on stream knows how reckless I am with how much I pull. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, as oh, I already answered. We all answered, right? Yes. Yeah, we all so, answered. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing everybody's answers. I, I kind of feel like I uh, know what to expect, but it'll be. I'm interested to see if anybody would actually do it and why they uh, why they would want to. Because I'm genuinely curious. So yeah, looking forward to hearing everyone's answers. All right then. Well, I don't think we have any emails or, or voicemails or anything, so I guess it's time for uh, shout-outs. Ali, anything else you want to address? Anything before our show you want to comment on? Um, Looking at the notes, before everyone freaks out about the current stated leveling options in Alpha, it's Alpha, okay? Just everyone remember, it's Alpha. They're going to work it out. Alpha. Having said that, I do like how things are shaping up. Like, I like that you you can see the screen where you can choose between the new intro experience or the old experience, and that you have the option to do either one, which is pretty cool because I like when they give us choices. And the Chris Metzen reading the story video was amazing and I just sat there feeling like I was a kid like participating in the story time and I loved it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> she owned that book. Somewhere. I don't. I need to, but I don't. Oh, it's right up there. Oh, like, well, there you I go. Can, I right can pictures of it for you or like do a video call and show it to you. <laughs> to, well, I've seen it. Chris just read it for me. Yeah. Did you not read it? Did you not like watch it? I did, and re and he read it to you specifically, right, Ellie? It was he did. It was my own personal story yeah. time. <laughs> he was just—he was just like Ellie. Okay, sit down. We're gonna—we're gonna read a story. I needed it for my mental health, and it was lovely. So here's a question I have for you, as a a daycare worker. Uh, this is this go back to a conversation the wife and I had back when the book first came out, and I was like, "Oh, you really should have this for your daycare." Would this be a book you would be okay with your daycare having? Yeah, I mean, it teaches about bullying and helping each other, and some good concepts like that. I'm for it, okay. I feel it's just fine, but that that, that there was. When you when you put 
Hid's book and Azeroth together, it, it doesn't always mesh in the head. Um, not, not that you should mention anything in your head, to clarify. Um, but, <laughs> you know, the, the, the concept seemed rather foreign when discussing it at home, so. It, it is a little odd when you know those characters and their backgrounds and all of that. <laughs> but when you take that logic out of the picture and look at just the main concepts that are being shared on a child level it's not bad and this is absolutely not blizzard trying to get to kids younger it'd be the worst thing i mean <laughs> yeah, i mean we, we all need like those bird pickers and, and miners for us come on oh is that what you're supposed to do oh okay yeah do I, the I, boring stuff that you don't want to do exactly i definitely got my nephews to fish for me back in the day and it was when they were under 13, so like when they needed to share an account with me if they wanted to play. So it wasn't against the TOS. <laughs> but sometimes it's nice to pick flowers if you are busy doing other things. Like I may have done today while I was doing my online work training stuff. I mean, what? No, that wasn't happening. No. So is... is, is uh... I assume there's an audio portion to it. Does, does the audio portion of online learning piss you off as much as it does for me? You know, it depends. These these audio tricks... I mean, I've been in this field for 11 years, and on top of those 11 years, I had college and getting my elementary teaching license, right? So these type of videos and webinars and things like that, I've been watching watching for so many years. There's rarely new info, some refreshers, admittedly, at times, like, it's actually nice, but it's usually very bad audio, very poorly spoken, and it drives me up a hole, and I get so bored. I was coloring last week, just super bored. So I'm like, oh, my my guild's uh, dude, alchemist, dude, needs some uh, flowers. Why don't I go pick flowers? Oh, look, I have some dailies over there. We're going to go do some dailies. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a responsible adult. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, these mean... are different times we're living in. We need to adapt to the situation. <laughs> and if that's, what, if that's what adapting is, then okay. damn it, we're going to do it. I'd like that on a note from my work so that I can take occasional <laughs> wild breaks during the day. Because I really could use some, you know. I like my work. <laughs> I don't want to lose my job. Thank you. In case any of my managers are listening to this, please hire me. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah. Uh, definitely heard some training recently that needed a podcast editor. Same. Two and minutes and you can make it sound better than what a lot of these sound like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Noise removal, people. Noise removal. Dear Lord. <laughs> Thankfully, we've got this new fancy tech that's doing it for us right now. Thank you, RTX Voice. This is not sponsored by them at all, but I just, I love it so much. But if they want to send us some 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 RTX cards, we wouldn't turn them down. I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah no, those, I don't know. Those are spendy. Please send. <laughs> this show not currently brought to you by NVIDIA but that could change 
<laughs> or as uh, as uh, as one of the YouTube videos uh, that, that my wife watches, the one of the ones she watches, uh, not sponsored by Video yet. <laughs> and then they and then I've got they they were they said they're about Home Depot, and then like three episodes later they were sponsored by Lowe's. So it was hilarious. That's amazing. Ooh, competition. Yeah, you gotta get gotta get your uh, your your sponsorships in when you can, right? Exactly. All right. Well, uh, time for shoutouts. Uh, so, Ali, since you've talked the least of this episode, please a shout out. <laughs> I wonder what that would be. My shout out is not to my ISP. So I appreciate that they fixed it two and a half, three hours earlier. Two hours, two and a half hours earlier than what they were originally predicting it to be, which I appreciate. But my shout out actually goes to to Nick to Wookie BH for filling in for me last week. Sometimes you gotta, you know, take some mental health time if you need it. And that was me last Monday. And I appreciate that he jumped in last minute and was a great guest host. And it was a really fun episode. Indeed. Toasty? I'm going to give a shout out to Desma Fisto. He finished a 36-hour WoW stream this weekend and raised almost $5,000 for a I forget the name of the charity now, and I feel really bad, but it was a uh, it was an autism related charity, and yeah, he rocked that. He rocked that. It was, that was a great job, dude. I'm really proud of you. That was amazing. Even my dog is coming up to the mic to say congratulations, but you probably can't hear her because it's not being recognized as speech. Tom says so proud of you. That would, that would definitely not be speech. Um... I am going to give a shout out uh, to everybody in our, who came up to our chat tonight, uh, to our two Australians. We, we, we never have two Australians. We had two Australians today. MacGyver and Poikel Satin, uh, as well as True Villain Manny. And we also had Sugar Mama earlier. So uh, thank you all for coming up to the show. Really appreciate you guys coming out. Yes. And I feel like there's other people, but I don't know who they were. Thank you everybody for coming out to the show. Every anytime you come out, even if it's just once, once a week, once a month, once a year, once ever, we appreciate you in our, in our chat room, wherever they may be. I'm I'm doing the little heart symbol with the hands, and then I remembered that I'm not on camera, but yeah, the thought was there. Maybe maybe <laughs> one day we'll have a camera on this uh, on this live show. Uh, now we're gonna put on pants for this show. Yes, we have to wear pants when you're on camera. Just don't get up. Please. See, my problem is I frequently forget that I'm on camera. <laughs> oh, that you're one of those zoomers. Yes. Okay, you're one of those zoomers. Gotcha. <laughs> one of those. Yeah, I've I've almost done it once on stream, and ever since then I'm like, no, I'm just wearing pants whenever I whenever I'm on you camera just, now. You just need to put like a big sticky note like on the edge of your monitor somewhere to remind you to do a pants check. Yeah. Um. <laughs> When I get back to the office, I'm going to show you how many sticky notes I have in my monitor. And I'm going to point out how many times I've forgotten each of them. All right. We'll record that video live on Twitch. <laughs> Wearing pants. Yeah, I hope so. Back in the office. Yes. Please, please whip to the office. <laughs> I, I know that we need you unemployed, my friend. Not that I think your job would fire you for not wearing pants, but it could. It's viable to do that. Yep, that's definitely a reason to not employ somebody anymore. Yes, yes it is. 
So please, please don't get unemployed. Thanks. All right. Well, that is about it. Uh, so thank you, Ali, for showing up for as much as you could. We really appreciate you coming along. Hey, sorry I couldn't get here sooner, but thanks for having me. Please. Yeah. Please. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so let's do our outro, and, uh... If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Allie's show at DungeonFables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash ToastyPostyCan. You can find us on Twitter at AllThingsAZ, at Medros, at Fandeth, at ToastyPostyCan, at AliAndrusK, and at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of more Shadowlands awesomeness. Yay! Please give me warriors and Torghast, please. I just I I like Demon Hunter, but give me my warrior. I just want Alpha. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.